You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions, and thank you for joining me today. If we have fellowship with Him, it's a time of this devotion. If we have fellowship with our loving Heavenly Father, it will show. You know, my mother talked to me when I was young. I was about 14 years old. And I had a friend called Fred, who was 10 years older than me. And he was very experienced in the things of the world that I had no knowledge of. And I would come home of having time, having had time with Fred. And my mother would look at me and she said, you've been with Fred. And that would make me so upset. Why do you say that? Why do you think that? Because she could see the influence that Fred was having on me, that I was thinking, talking, acting like him. And the Bible teaches that you know a man by the kind of friends he chooses. And at that time in my life, I had not the heart and mind to make the right choices in many ways. There was a lot of other good things in me, but I made some wrong choices in some of the friendships that I had in those days. And you see, if we have fellowship with God, it shows. It shows what we can entertain, what we can't entertain. What we love, what we don't love. What we do, what we don't do. How we talk, how we don't talk. What image reflects in us, what image repels us. That we feel, no, I won't think or talk like that. And here in 1 John chapter 1, verse 5, it says, no, verse 6, <clears throat> If we say that we have fellowship with him, the title of this devotion, and yet walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. If we say we have fellowship with him, you see, you always can see what we live by what we're attracted to and by what attracts us. What is it? that attracts you. (laughs) What is it that you feel attracted to? And what attracts you? Paul is dealing with this right here in 2 Corinthians chapter 6, starting at verse 11. He says, oh, Corinthians, these people from Corinth, we have spoken openly to you. Our heart is wide open. You're not restricted by us but you are restricted by your own affections. We are not causing you to feel bad. Like I got so defensive and upset with my mother when it was exposed in her presence that I had entertained the darkness through that relationship with that friend. You see, it wasn't just a friendship for Christ's sake. It was a friendship for the world's sake, for ungodliness' sake. It didn't have the right influence on me. And this is an interesting subject that 
the church used to have a bit more teaching on and hasn't been enough teaching on it, I think. And that's why some of us stumble in a way that would be against our upbringing and against our nature because we allow ourselves to be influenced by people who do not live for the same things that we were raised to live for. Romans talks about this in the first chapter, that when you spend time with the ungodly, with the non-fearing, those who do not fear God, who do not honor his ways, that they will mock you and, and, and ostracize you if you don't join in their pleasures. <laughs> and it's the cancel culture, some would call it, which I don't know if it does justice to this subject completely because I don't know enough about it, but about that whole way in the world. But Paul says... You are feeling like I felt unhappy when my mother exposed that I had been with Fred. You're feeling these kinds of feelings, but that's not because we're doing something that is, is causing this upset. But you have affections that are causing this upset. He said, now listen, in return for the same love we're showing you, I speak to you as children. You also be open to us. Don't be unequally yoked together with unbelievers for what fellowship has righteousness with lawlessness and what communion has light with darkness I read to you out of 1 John chapter 1 verse 6 if we say we have fellowship with, with the father with him and walk in darkness. We lie and do not practice the truth. You see, friends, our fellowship with the Father shows in our fellowship with one another. And when that fellowship with one another is constantly on the mind by the darkness, then we know we need to go to the Father and say, Father, I don't like this. I get these upset feelings, irritated feelings. I, I, I think bad things about them, say bad things about them. That's not your light of life. That's not your love and your goodness that Ephesians 5 verse 9 and 10 talks about. Father, help me. And you come into this light of his life. And that light washes any darkness out, masters any darkness, rules over all darkness. And you can enjoy fellowship with one another because you're living in the light. But if you say you have fellowship with God and yet continue in the ways of darkness, then you're not in the truth. You're not in the truth. And Paul is dealing with this here when he says, listen, open your heart to us. Don't be unequally yoked. You are one with us in Christ, but yet you hold on to the ways of the world. The two don't go together. Light doesn't go together with darkness. And, and he says, what do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers for what fellowship has righteousness with lawlessness, what communion has light with darkness, what accord has Christ with Belial? The word Belial is the word wickedness. Or what part has a believer with an unbeliever? 
What agreement has the temple of God with idols? For you are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will dwell in them. I will walk among them. I will be their God. They shall be my people. Therefore, come out from among them and be separate, says the Lord. Do not touch what is unclean, and I will receive you. I will be a father to you, and you shall be my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty. Paul is laboring for us to enjoy the inheritance of the saints in the light that Colossians 1 verse 12 talks about and to not have the constant undermining of the forces of darkness. Jesus deals with this same thing. So don't think it's a certain old traditional way that you have to be a bit more thoughtful about the kind of friends you choose or what you allow yourself to entertain that may defile you and corrupt you. Jesus says in Matthew chapter 5 verse 14 you are the light of the world a city that is set on the hill that cannot be hidden Nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. You cannot say, I live in fellowship with the Heavenly Father, and then think you can be a secret Christian. There is no such thing. It's not possible. That's like trying to hide the light. Trying to hide a city set on a hill, Jesus said. Trying to hide the light and put it under a basket. No, you don't put a lamp under a basket. You put it on the lampstand that so may give light to all who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men. Don't be ashamed to be a Christian, that you live in fellowship with God, that all may see the good works and glorify your Father in heaven, folks. And then we go to the same part in the Gospel of Luke. And in Luke, it, it helps us grasp a few more thoughts that Matthew doesn't touch on. <coughs> No one, when he has lit a lamb, puts it in a secret place or under a basket, but on a lampstand, that those who come in may see the light. The lamp of the body is the eye. Therefore, when your eye is good, your whole body also is full of light. But when your eye is bad, your body also is full of darkness. Therefore, take heed that the light which is in you is not darkness. If then your whole body is full of light, having no part dark, the whole body will be full of light, as when the bright shining of a lamp gives you light. How do I know, Pastor, that I am, you know, I I believe I'm a child of God. I I believe I'm born again. I believe... I'm spirit-filled. I believe I'm a Christian. I believe I'm going to heaven, that God is my Father, and that Jesus is my Lord and Savior. I, I believe that. So how is the darkness trying to overcome me like Jesus warned against? How is it that, that I may still partake of the darkness and I'm not fully in the truth? How do I know if that is so? That's how you look at others. It's how you are able to bear their human nature. When you allow the darkness to come in on your heart, it changes how you look at people. You see, he says here, 
he says, the lamp of the body is the eye. Therefore, when your eye is good, your whole body also is full of light. But when your eye is bad, your body also is full of darkness. How do you look at people? What do you think about them? What do you say about them? What do you... And if you, if the darkness is trying to come in, the Bible talks about it in Colossians, that we have been delivered in chapter 1, verse 12, from the power of darkness and brought into the light or the, uh, into the care of, the, of Jesus, the Son of God, Colossians 1, verse 12 and 13. And Peter says that we are now children of God and live in his marvelous light. We've been delivered from darkness and live in his marvelous light in 1 Peter 2, verse 9. And friends, the darkness will always try. It will always try to gain a grip on us by twisting our thoughts by how we look at others. And that's how the darkness finds its access into our hearts and finds its access into our minds and eventually takes over the way we think and talk. And you need to be able to stand against the forces of darkness with the light of his life by how you look at others. Stay full of love for others. Stay full of goodness for others. <coughs> Stay full of faith. But did you know, and I'll close with that thought, that that truly is a choice. It is a choice. You see, Jesus teaches here in John chapter 3 that he came into the world to demonstrate the Heavenly Father's love. And he says in John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whomsoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Friends, this is the real commission of the light to bring God's forgiving mercies, God's forgiving love to precious souls. This is our commission to bear that light in the darkness where there's so much hostility, strife and disharmony and cruel and frustrating, irritating feelings about one another. We come in with this light of life, of love, of forgiveness. And Jesus said, I've come to demonstrate the Heavenly Father's love for you, that whoever believes in me receives eternal life. He says, for God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Now he who believes in him, who believes in the son of God, is not condemned. But he who does not believe is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten son of God. Now this is this condemnation that I'm warning you against, that the light has come into the world, but that men love the darkness rather than the light because their deeds were evil. <laughs> For everyone practicing evil hates the light and does not come to the light lest his deed should be exposed. But he who does the truth comes to the light that his deeds may be clearly seen that they have been done in God. Why do people live in such a cruel bondage of anger, malice, resentment, harshness against other people's failings and judgment? Because <laughs> evil is there. 
That is evil. Evil insists on you thinking angry, mad, mean, and cruel about others, and judgmental and harsh about that. Evil is that. And that's the power of darkness. It's evil. But Jesus is, is good, and he's come to give life. He's come to give love. And as you allow Jesus to come into your heart, he will expel that darkness and all of its evil power. And he'll liberate you from that bondage to charges you hold in your heart against others, to bondage to offenses you hold in your heart against others, to to cruel, mean feelings about others and angry feelings about others and pushing them away. I don't ever want to see them again. I want nothing to do in all that darkness. He drives it out of you through the light of his love coming inside of you and filling you with forgiving mercies for all men, even the people that wounded you, even the people that hurt you, even the people that betrayed you, even the people that have done damage to you, that you can so love them because you're so loved by God. You can forgive them because you've been so forgiven. You can bless them because you're so blessed. And you can be happy because God is good. He is light. Live in fellowship with Him. And the darkness will have no power.